Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2380 with a release date of Friday, June 9th, 2023 to follow in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a QST. The World Radio Sport Team Championship is going forward despite floods. Hamvention organizers report record crowds for Xenia, and Amateur Radio comes to a key region within India's protected wilderness. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2380 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline, Amateur Radio's first independent on-the-air news and bulletin service. Now, reporting from Wadsworth, Ohio, here's Stephen Kenford. N8WB. There's some encouraging news from the flood-stricken region in Italy where the World Radio Sport Team Championship is to be held next month. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, brings us the latest report. Despite flood damages that have devastated Italy's Emilia-Romagna region, the World Radio Sport Team Championship will go forward in July, organisers have said. Luca Aliprandi, IK2NCJ, the WRTC spokesman, said the organising committee has found replacement sites for stations whose original operating locations near Bologna have become unusable. In all, the region has suffered losses costing in excess of 5 billion euros, organisers said. Reporting on the WRTC's reflector, Luca said that the committee hopes to have 100% of the replacement sites tested and approved well in advance of the event. He said that the site organiser Claudio, IV, I4VQ, was optimistic, citing the new location's low noise levels. Some of the sites have already granted permission for antennas to be installed to enable the set-up teams to do field practice. Organisers have also begun seeking additional funds because of the extra costs incurred after the flooding. He said he expected the results of all these efforts to produce, quote, an unforgettable and successful competition. This is Jeremy Bucci for NJH. Meanwhile, Hamvention organizers are calling this year's crowd a record attendance since the move to Xenia. Just a handful of weeks after Hamvention, the tally shows 33,861 people were at the Greene County Fairgrounds in Ohio, a total number topping last year's by more than 2,000. Hamvention's media chair, James Gifford, KD8APT, released the numbers, saying that the total surpasses the previous attendance record at the fairgrounds set before the pandemic at 32,472. Hamvention will be held again next year on May 17th, 18th, and 19th. Save the dates. The struggle to keep AM broadcast radio in cars in the U.S. continues. Kent Peterson, KC0DGY, has an update. The move to retain AM broadcast service in vehicles sold in the U.S. gained even more momentum recently as state broadcasting associations passed a resolution of support that underscored AM's role in carrying emergency messages from the federal government during a national crisis, its ability to carry other messages during extreme weather events, and AM's robust nature among underrepresented communities, such as minorities, and individuals who do not speak English. The association represents all 50 of the U.S. states, as well as Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. And it supports the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, a bipartisan bill passed recently in Congress. Although many manufacturers of electric cars claim RF interference to be an issue between AM broadcast radio and the vehicle's electronic systems, Ford Motor Company recently reversed its decision to do away with the service in its Ford and Lincoln vehicles. In a related move, the National Association of Farm Broadcasting has also launched a website advocating for the retention of AM service, reiterating the importance AM has in rural communities. This is Kent Peterson, KC0, 
DGY. A popular and active voice on the air has gone silent in western Pennsylvania. We hear about him from Randy Sly, W4XJ. A final call went out on Friday, June 2nd, during the Western Pennsylvania phone traffic net for Jerry Owens, W3GHO. It was followed by a moment of silence. Jerry, a popular longtime presence on many area nets, became a silent key on the morning of Wednesday, May 31st, in Cory, Pennsylvania. His enthusiasm and active participation in nets and other activities left their marks everywhere in the region. A licensed ham for 67 years, Jerry was a member of the Union City Amateur Radio Club and served as net control station for the Army Military Auxiliary Radio System. He was also active in the national traffic system, handling radiogram traffic for the daily Western Pennsylvania phone traffic net on 80 meters. To those who knew him, or even knew of him, Jerry was the voice of Cory, Pennsylvania, serving as the official snow measurer for that city for the National Weather Service office in Cleveland, Ohio, just on the other side of the border between the two states. Weather stories and newspapers and on TV would often quote his snow statistics. Jerry had also been deputy radio officer and a net control station representing Erie, Pennsylvania in the Western Pennsylvania Pima ACS Races Net. His other net control duties included the Western Pennsylvania Health and Wellness Net on weekdays and the Western Pennsylvania Aries Net on Saturdays. In 1960, he joined the Old Buzzards Amateur Radio Club and was net control for them on Monday mornings on 80 meters. His friend, Eddie Mashevitz, KB3YRU, who gave the final call, speaks for many when he told Newsline, quote, I will miss him greatly, end quote. An Ohio native, Jerry was 85 years old. This is Randy Sly, W4XJ. The Central States VHF Society is bringing its annual conference back to Arkansas, where it was held more than two decades ago. Here's Andy Morrison, K9AWM, with that story. Much has changed since the Central States VHF Society last held one of its annual conferences in Arkansas. That was in 1997, a year in which tube amplifiers with high-voltage power supplies were still widely used. It was also before the advent of the WSJT suite of software or even computers in your shack. After years of being in other locations, the conference returns to Arkansas next month. The 55th Annual Conference meets in Little Rock, and the agenda, including the technical presentations, will reflect the changing landscape of VHF operation during the past 26 years. Organizers are encouraging hams to bring their families with them and have scheduled a variety of family-oriented activities on July 27th, 28th, and 29th, even as the board meeting, the business meeting, and other VHF sessions take place. Visit the website that appears in the text version of this week's newscast for information on how to register. The roster of attendees is growing every day. This is Andy Morrison, K9AWM. The ARRL has joined a program designed to help in the emergency response during a national crisis. Cell MB KB3TZD has more. Created in 2018 to enhance security and emergency communications in the United States, 
The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has welcomed the American Radio Relay League, the ARRL, into its SAFECOM program. The ARRL's involvement ensures that amateur radio will flourish as a strong presence in the nation's response in times of crisis. Josh Johnston, KE5MHV, the ARRL's Director of Emergency Management, said on the ARRL website that amateur radio's resources will gain even more interoperability with emergency responders and will have a voice in the development of a more comprehensive blueprint for keeping the nation safe and its communications intact. That includes enhancing the connections between emergency responders and helping build out the network for the future. In making its announcement on Friday, June 2nd, the ARRL said it expects its new role to bring increased involvement for such groups as ARIES, the Amateur Radio Emergency Service, and other ARRL emergency programs. This is Salemi, KB3, TZD. Whether you find sunspots to inspire you or whether Morse code lifts your spirits, you might enjoy trying your hand at a ham radio haiku. We're inviting listeners to channel their most creative selves and share the joy of ham radio in the form of a haiku. On our website, arnewsline.org, you will find a submission form for sending your most poetic offering. Be sure you follow the traditional form to qualify. The first line is five syllables, the second line is seven syllables, and the finishing third line has another five syllables. Be sure to follow that form. Our team will pick from the best submissions that follow the five-seven-five syllable rule and represent the love of amateur radio. Your prize? Fame and glory, of course, and a featured spot for your haiku on the Amateur Radio Newsline website. Visit our website at airnewsline.org to see this week's winning haiku. Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the Utah Amateur Radio Club's 2-meter repeater on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. as part of the club's weekly information net. If you've always wanted to combine amateur radio with a journey on a trail, but you're not the outdoorsy type, here's your chance. Patrick Clark, K8TAC, tells us how. You don't need to do a single bit of hiking along the historic Lewis and Clark Trail in the United States to make some interesting radio contacts there anyway. The 4,900-mile trail covers the route taken by Meriwether Lewis and William Clark, the 19th century expeditioners who traveled into the new western territory of the still-growing United States. To honor the explorers, ham radio clubs in 16 states along the path of that trailer on the air and will remain active through the 18th of june using cw single sign band fm and ft8 with the hope of helping chasers contact a club in each of the 16 states this special event is in its second year and is organized by the clark county amateur radio club stations contacting all of the states will receive an expedition partner certificate stations working 1 through 15 states may request a trail companion certificate chasers need not submit logs activating stations are keeping track of each of the contacts. All requests for certificates are due by the 31st of August. For details, visit the event website at lctota.org. This is Patrick Clark, K8TAC. In India, an important cyclone-prone forest is getting extra protection. From radio, John Williams VK4JJW tells us how. India's Sundarbans forest region, a heavily populated area near the Bay of Bengal, is now home to a permanent amateur radio station that can be activated during times of disaster. India's meteorological department has noted that the region, which has numerous inhabited islands and is home to a number of endangered species, is also prone to cyclone activity. 
A civil defence volunteer, Debo Broto Mondal VU3FAE, will be the main operator at the station. He received his disaster response training through the Indian Academy of Communication and Disaster Management. The station equipment was donated and installed by members of the West Bengal Radio Club. Communication has historically been challenging in the Sundarbans when cyclones strike, leaving many of the inhabitants cut off from communication for extended periods of time. This is John Williams, VK4JJW. The big national convention known as Hamfest India has chosen its location for this year's event. Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF, gives us the details. Hamfest India, the largest gathering of amateur radio operators in that nation, has selected Ahmedabad, science city in the state of Gujarat, for the convention, which is taking place on the 25th and 26th of November. Organisers consider the venue to be an ideal site for Hamfest India because the facility is rich with science-related exhibits, virtual reality activity centres, an energy park, robotic gallery and an IMAX 3D theatre. The hosting organisation is the Gujarat Institute of Amateur Radio. Registration has already begun. Hamfest India has taken place since 1991 and its programme of events also includes a trade show and flea market. It was held virtually in 2021 and last year it took place in Karnataka. An estimated 600 ham radio operators from around India are expected to attend this year. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF. With the departure of his two amateur radio companions, a Scottish adventurer is now facing the challenge of breaking the record for occupying Rockall, a North Atlantic islet, by living there for as many as 60 days. Cam Cameron, a school teacher with a spirit for adventure, was accompanied by Emil Bergman, DL8JJ, and Nobby Styles, G0VJG, who landed on the rock with him on the 30th of May. The hams operated for several days as MM0UKI, logging an estimated 8,000 QSOs before going QRT. In the world of DX, Roland F8EN is celebrating his 95th birthday with an activation from Libreville, Gabon as TR8CR during the months of June and July. Listen for Roland using CWN 30 through 10 meters, QSL via F6AJA. Listen for Chris, VK2YUS, using the call sign VJ0CA from AFATA, IOTA number OC-035, Vanuatu, from 17th through the 28th of June. He will operate SSB on 40 to 10 meters. QSL direct to his home call. Casimir DL2SBY will be on the air as 8Q7KB from the Maldives, IOTA number as Dash 013 from the 13th through the 21st of June. He will be using CW and SSB focusing on 12, 10, and 6 meters. See QRZ.com for QSL details. Michelle's F8GGZ will be using the call sign TM400BP from the 14th through the 21st of June. The activation marks the 400th anniversary since the birth of French mathematician, philosopher, scientist, and writer Blaise Pascal. QSL2, Michelle's home call. Hams and the space programs of five nations have helped set a record that's, well... Out of this world, Paul Brown, WD9GCO, brings us our final story of this week. Let's face it, 
Some people are just out of this world. One of them is Rayana Barnawi, 7Z1RB. The amateur radio operator is the first Saudi woman to go into space, was a member of the Axiom 2 mission to the ISS, which departed on May 21st, and returned eight days later using the Crew Dragon spaceship Freedom. Two of the three members were also hams. Before they splashed down near Panama City on May 30th, the mission specialist and her crew helped set what is being called a new record for the number of people to be in Earth orbit at the same time. That's a total of 17. On May 30th, before the Axiom 2 splashdown, crews from five different nations were up there circling our planet. That included the three members of China's Shenzhou-16 mission, which launched on May 29th from the Tiangong space station. That crew joined the three Shenzhou-15 mission members, who were already up there since last November. Greeting Rayana on the ISS was the Expedition 69 crew with seven members from different countries, including Emirati astronaut Sultan Al-Niadi, KI-5VTV. In this busy travel season for some down here on Earth, it's good to know there are some people up above who take the notion of a getaway even more seriously. This is Paul Brown, WD9GCO. Do you have a piece of amateur radio news that you think Newsline would be interested in? We're not talking about advertising your club's upcoming ham fest or field day participation, but something that is out of the ordinary. If so, send us a brief overview via the contact page at arnewsline.org. If it's newsworthy and we would like to cover it, we'll get back to you for more details. With thanks to Amateur Radio Daily, Amberish Nog Biswa, VU2JFA, AMSAT News Service, ARRL, Central States VHF Society, CQ Magazine, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, David Bihar, K7DB, DX-World.net, Eddie Mishweiss, KB3YRU, The Guardian, Hamfest India, The Hindu, QRZ.com, Radio Society of Great Britain, Radio World, shortwaveradio.de, space.com, WRTC2022 Reflector, and you, our listeners. That's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer, nonprofit organization that incurs expenses for its continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at airnewsline.org and know that we appreciate you all. We also remind our listeners that if you like our newscast, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you subscribe to us. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT at the news desk in New York and our news team worldwide, I'm Stephen Kinford, NAWB in Wadsworth, Ohio, saying 73. As always, we thank you all for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2023, all rights reserved.